transmitting to you from Old Heart Radio. Prepare to have your bones chilled and your hairs raised. It's the Whack Arnold's Brothers Podcast. Welcome home. Number 17, do you know what I mean? (laughs) Yo, yo, yo. That's right, man. Whack Arnold's Brothers are back uh, with (laughs) a a fresh-ish episode, and this is... You like you said, my man, number seventeen, dude. We're plowing. Or seventeen, these. yeah, seventeen. I think I said eighteen, but yeah, seventeen. No, I think you said seventeen. The rhyme was the rhyme was perfect. Uh, oh yeah, I got, yeah, I, I did say. <laughs> coming off, <laughs> coming off, uh, Candyman three. Ugh. We take, no, we, like, yeah. <laughs> we, we're taking a hard, hard turn into like into something a little different, a different side of, of a lot different. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh Life Force. Yeah. Uh, 1985, I believe. Yeah. Like this this when you when you sent me the idea for this, I immediately looked it up and then you said you mentioned uh, you know, director Toby Hooper with it and I was right. like and I was like <laughs> in my head I was thinking like sci-fi horror movie Toby Hooper. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, and another <laughs> uh, another thing that has like going for it is that uh um one of the two writers that wrote the screenplay is dan o'bannon who uh is most famously known for alien but he also he wrote and directed one of my favorite horror movies uh return of the living dead oh such a a great movie in my opinion um so yeah he return of the living dead i feel like i've seen like I feel like I've seen it once, but I also feel like I've seen like the third one. There, there is, yeah. The first two are really good, and then it, like the third one is where it starts to veer into like different, you know. Yeah. Because the first two are, are uh, it has two of the same actors that play different roles. But uh, anyway, the fir- <laughs> the first one's classic. Okay, I'm gonna have to like revisit it then this year. Maybe yeah. that'll go. That'll have to go on uh, my my like it household uh, Halloween list. You know. Yes, you will not be let down. It's classic. Oh man, uh, but, but this, anyway, this movie, Life Force. So, so yeah, that was that was like that was the other thing. Like you were mentioning when you uh, there's there's quite a bit I think attached to it just with those two names. Like, in right my, in my opinion, because like Alien is. Like for me, it's like a fucking like seminal movie. Like I, oh I, yeah, you know it's I like I have whether it's like nostalgic memories or like uh, you know love for the movie itself. It you know it's yeah it goes one of the greatest but, of all time. Yeah, but but this movie like it definitely has like some interesting. There's like a couple of shots of like interiors that remind me slightly yeah, of for like sure. you know of Alien and like near the beginning some, yeah yeah definitely. there's some aesthetic that kind of works but yeah it, it this movie just dives right the hell in though dude like that was the thing that got me mm-hmm. uh, life force so it real, like real quick one one more cool thing about this movie is that this uh, the London Symphony Orchestra like. Uh, worked on this movie which i thought was was interesting you don't ever see that that often where it's like an orchestra composing a score for a movie you know what i mean yeah that's why it had like that grand opening like you were saying you know dude 
well yeah like when the when that like kind of like popped up in the credits i was so surprised there's two things that surprised me about the credits one okay. was that the london symphony orchestra the other one was patrick stewart which we'll definitely yeah. get to later yeah. <laughs> but that was really surprising because i was like that kind of lent some credibility to this and then i looked at totally and at this time i believe what it was was like uh toby hooper had just entered like a three-picture deal hmm. with a studio okay um hold on, i gotta look it up again and like this was either like the se- like the second or the first movie okay in that, se- in that series that's pretty and cool it is it but it was like like it was like the same series it was like a series of movies that like also and like one of the deals was like that he was going to be able to make texas chainsaw massacre 2 out of it oh that's rad so, yeah that movie's that's a that's another you know yeah so he definitely like okay so yeah that, that's what it was it was uh he entered a three-picture deal with Canon Films, which is who made this movie, you know, who presented this movie, following Poltergeist. So, mm. the and that that was like, and apparently this was all with a collaboration at, with Steven Spielberg. So, oh wow, yes. And so like he got he got to make Invaders from Mars, which I, I I've never seen, but the Texas and Texas Chainsaw Massacre too because of this that's movie. cool. Okay, have you ever seen the Fun House? Uh, I think like years ago, yeah. That has one of the coolest like monsters in it. But anyway, like we're we're de- we're branching yeah. off. We're branching off. <laughs> but yeah, like you like you said, the movie kind of just jumps right in. It which, does. You know, you're like right into uh, <clears throat> just that kind of space sequence. You know, the the, mm-hmm. the, the crew of the Churchill is. Yeah, uh, it's uh, August 9th, two thirty p.m. Two thirty p.m. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, and the crew of the Churchill is like approaching Haley's comet. Yeah, right? like that's that's the whole like uh, like green you know entity that they're approaching in this yes. sequence. It's got some really cool like it's kind of cheese, but you know it's it's got this cool kind of I don't know aesthetic. That For the time cool. though, like that probably looked really cool. That's and it I mean. still does. Like, but yeah, I mean. it was like it was kind of cool. Yes, me, but. Um, but yeah, they like discover this uh, anomaly, a coma inside the comet that they're like, let's just go check this out. Immediately, <laughs> yeah, they find out. It's like it's like 150 miles long or something like that, like three yeah. miles tall. And they're just like, yeah, let's go look at it. Let's like, and then, so then you see what, what I thought was so funny was like, like their exploration of this was like, I would have been so sketched out if I was not the captain, like, or the colonel giving all the orders, you know, where it was like, all right, just ho- let's hop in these like rink-a-dink space suits and like kind of jettison in this strange fucking <laughs> vessel, <laughs> like, you know? Yeah. And he's just like, I don't know, but the vessel itself was really kind of interesting. Right. Like, like you know, there's, it looked, when they were going in it, like the set design was, or not, I mean, just the design of it was, was kind of cool and that's where you saw some elements like kind of those trace elements yeah maybe like some you know geiger kind of i agree i felt that same way you know yeah it was cool um but then they you know like they immediately discovered i clocked this it was all under in like within the first 10 minutes of this movie (laughs) that they're journeying into this foreign vessel at the tail end of Haley's comet Mm -hmm. and then they discover these like giant 
winged creatures floating yes. around in the, within this vessel. And there's, by the way, there's four of them. There's uh, Colonel Tom Carlson, who's one of the main characters in the movie. Yeah. And I, I think it says one of the other person's names, but there's a girl and three guys. And anyway, yeah, like you said, what were you going to say? They discover oh. this what? Oh, I was just talking about that they just discovered the, those like those giant giant bat, bat creatures. Yeah, and there's a, me, a ton of them. Yeah, they're like there's hundreds, and then the other guys like there's <laughs> thousands. Uh, <laughs> and, and they're different sizes. Some are bigger yeah. than others. You know, some are like uh, like a kaiju size, and some are like a regular size. Yeah, it was wild. And uh, they immediately decide like there to like net one up and take a bat. Yeah, too. they're <laughs> like they're like we're just gonna. Take this with us. I was like, these astronauts are fucking ballsy, dude. <laughs> and then, but, uh, then yeah. like, what? It was like a like this giant kind of like light opening starts like mm-hmm. kind mm-hmm. of opening like right in front of the astronauts within the vessel, right? While this before giant, they can leave, yes. While on the outside, like the people in the shuttle, the, the, like are experiencing, you know, witnessing this like the the spaceship transform or whatever, all as well. Mm-hmm. Like it's like a giant umbrella. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what they say. Exactly. Because <laughs> yeah, it kind of like dwarfs over the the Churchill, you know, and which would be very fucking creepy. Yeah. And um, but at the same time, like you said, they're inside and they see this giant bright light. And I mean, anybody that's out there exploring, as stupid as the idea might be, would be fascinated by that and, and want to go check it out. I mean, it's one hundred. You know what I mean? You're already so deep within this situation. It's just like fucking, of course I'm going to keep going. Like Mm -hmm. just for the the sake of knowledge and experience. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so they do. Yes. The colonel first. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, he goes in by himself kind of like they stay back by the opening and he goes in himself at first. And And this is like the, the second big discovery in this in this place. And like throughout this, like this whole kind of part of the scene, like he is ex- like is expressing that he's like experiencing like a pole or some sort of mm-hmm. like, you know like mm-hmm. he dances around the word attraction but right you know, he's like he's like oh yeah like you know something's leading me you know, like bringing me like here or whatever and then if there's this really cool i noted this really cool like camera shot i was just gonna he, say that where he yeah. comes upon these like crystal case like in case pods yeah pods that are these crystal pods that have like these two like two men and a and a female in there like all all butt fucking naked and and he but this cool scene this cool camera scene where he's like like drifting and he's like head is slowly aligning based on like like the 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 shots of the female's head and like Mm -hmm. his and then Mm -hmm. they eventually line up like yeah with this because i thought i thought they were hanging upside down at first the way the camera was you know what i mean yeah because he like he's like moving around i thought they were hanging upside down at first and like you said he ends up you know right side up and yeah and i like one thing that was funny about this is you you mentioned that they're stark ass naked yeah is that uh it it just shows the girl completely naked but on the guys like where their crotches are they make it kind of look blurry so there's not just guy dick you know what i mean like i thought that was interesting they're not hanging dong out in the movie but like (laughs) but like but like you see like bush and bush and all with this fucking lady first like yeah definitely like that was the taste of 85 right there yeah it was (laughs) of course just this like proportion this proportionate buxom i was just like yeah you know but 
it was kind of like you know and that 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 that, that was like the part of it that kind of like made it laughable to me is like in 2021 the hyper focus on like on like her titties and like everything was just like you know it was just like it's just obnoxious after a while you're just sort of like okay get to the fucking movie oh, yeah <laughs> right beautiful, it was just beautiful kind of lady un- beautiful they actress, been say in clo- that, yeah they could have been in clothes it was just they had to do that for like you know yeah because at but- the time that was the time of the slashers where in every slasher there was like a couple a, a topless chick getting you know sliced to death or whatever so. well that's what i mean like that's like that like like you know direct reflection of the time where it's like you can tell this is like an 80s movie yeah based on like certain things you know and but uh anyway so 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 they decide to try at the end of this whole sequence they just like this enchanting sequence where like one of the other do- uh, astronauts like comes upon you know the, eventually all the astronauts come upon the like the crystal mm-hmm. cases one of them seems to start experiencing some sort of like like exhaustion almost yeah over. and and he also makes a comment about like how beautiful she is and she's the most perfect thing he's ever saw you know which yeah at the time kind of like later on this all makes sense essentially oh totally totally like it, it you know and, that, and that's the thing like like you know it all like yeah the fact that they're supposed to be like really attract like hyper attractive beings uh, yeah because even like when you see like the other two actors like they're supposed like they're supposed to be like you know they're really handsome dudes uh mm-hmm. they were but, yeah but but they you know they're supposed to be they're supposed to have some sort of like potential pull at the you know and, and you're mm-hmm. experiencing a little bit of that through these characters um but they decide to bring them back to the ship also yeah you know what i mean like which, what a haul you know yeah. what i mean which i love that there's this like <laughs> this like this weird cut like whereas like they start trying to like figure out if they can like move the pods and like one of the astronauts kind of like moves it you know and, like, and then it just goes to like it kind of that's what i think when it goes to black and then cuts to like 30 Th- yeah days later. 30 days later yeah which i was like what uh but then it's like 30 days later and you're kind of like focused on i believe earth mm-hmm. uh, and this is where we the first person we meet is is uh his name is dr bukowski yeah, Doctor Bukowski. And they're they basically we we learn here that uh like the communications with the Churchill are down that they're floating in orbit towards Earth, but they're on a wrong trajectory. Yeah, and their trajectory hasn't changed since they left, and they deduce that something's wrong, and they decide to send another shuttle to Columbia to go out and check what's going on. Yeah, and I love how fast that happened. Yeah. So like it was like this scene where they're just like he like I think Bukowski turns to this other guy and he goes Columbia and he goes Columbia and then they send the rocket. There's like a yeah. shot of the rocket going up. But uh, um, also, yeah. This, so this is all taking place, it like within the context of like Britain's uh, space yes. agency. Yeah, it's the uh, it it. Uh... Fuck, I wrote it down, damn it. Or no, it's the, well, actually, yeah, yeah, it's the European Space Research Center in London. Yeah. In, <laughs> in London. Yes. Um, and Okay, so yeah, so they so they decided to send up the Columbia to go check on the was supposedly derelict ship. Right. Uh, and what I loved, I, I loved, like, the this, this scene of, like, the Columbia approaching the uh, Churchill, mm-hmm. it just kind of reminded me, I was like, 
I thought that was it was kind of cool that they weren't really jumping into like a really like far off future or anything with these like space traveling and whatnot. Like these rockets yeah. both look like you know like modern rockets for yeah. the time and everything. And and I thought that was kind of cool because it was like this this could be like what we're doing. Uh, right. So they dock. So the Columbia docks, and then there's another cool sequence of like that camera angle kind of turning as these characters are approaching, which reminds me of 2001. Uh, okay. A little bit. It was like I think yeah. like that was kind of like a you know maybe like a nod because the characters are kind of like walking in that white hallway and everything. Uh, I know. I get. I get what you're saying. Yeah. And they. Uh, it's and then so that once they get into the Churchill, that's when like shit starts getting kind of eerie yeah right they yeah well they notice it's like completely burnt you know at, at first they just think when they first come in they just see signs that it's been burnt but they kind of make their way up and this is where you see you know the demise of uh everyone basically every there's just a bunch of burnt corpses yeah and some of them look gnarly too like some yeah of them, some of them are like mount like out of shape like there was one that uh, uh, like looked like it had been like stretched, like the neck had been stretched or something like that. Yeah. Um, they yeah, also they, try to like grab the tape logs, you know. Yeah, and then um, that's when one of the one of the crew members of the Columbia discovers what's in their like holding deck or whatever. Uh, the, I can't remember what they kept calling it, the tug tug deck or something like that. Tug deck. Yeah, they find the three. They find the three pods, but not. There's no. The bat creature, you know, we don't see right now. It's just they find the, uh, and we don't see the bat creature again. Sorry, spoiler alert. But yeah, they just find the three. They they find the three body in the pods, and then it does like another jump where now they're, you know, they're back on Earth, right? Yeah, they're back on Earth, and they're talking about their find and doing like a dissection on them. And yeah, I love it. Yeah, it cuts back to like the space agency, and it's like a bunch of. <laughs> A bunch of guys just like sitting around the table smoking cigarettes with their mm -hmm. heads in their hands, just like not saying anything to each other. <laughs> well, because it's like, and then they start talking about shit. But like, I mean, like seriously though, like, like it would be a situation where you're just like, the fuck it did, like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> like, yeah, and like uh, one of them kind of explains that like he, like how the case got open, and he. This is another case where someone mentioned something like. You know, I, I would like felt compelled to do it, or I was like pulled to do it, like yeah, open opening the females' pot. Yeah, which I thought was an interesting choice not to show that, mm -hmm. like just because yeah. I, was in, I was interested to see what those like containers were made of, but they kind of mm -hmm. like they you know they they, they yeah. have known that it wasn't like a substance that they were like you know aware. Yeah, of that's a good point. Yeah, because they weren't like floating <laughs> in a liquid or. It was just they were just yeah that's a good that's a good point it was more like a pressurized cabin i guess yeah because uh, the next thing we see is just she's laying on a uh like on an operating table with a blanket over her yeah and like it's like there's like a like there you know there's people she's kind of in like a quarantine it seems like yes you know people have like these weird little oxygen like oxygen masks on and stuff like that um and then it's like that's when like the security guard that's like kind of watching over her starts sort of well, that that that's what do you what were you gonna say isn't that what like you kind of it kind of like, well bukowski is like watching this kind of happen as it's happening but you see like a group of like four of these scientists like you said with these face masks leave and then one kind of comes back and and uh 
you know, you kind of learn later with like what we're talking about with like attraction, but it almost looks like he was like kind of like uh, in a trance when he went back into the room because he goes he goes yeah. back into the room by himself and he starts pulling the blanket off of her. And then this is when we realize that, you know, she just her eyes open wide and she pops up and yeah you know well and like you she, mentioned like Bukowski's has like a bunch of screens in his office yeah he's kind of watching it he's kind of monitoring the situation while watching this like Haley's Comet news report that's right yeah like I, I didn't fully understand like I mean I, I guess maybe the Haley's Comet was just part of like the book that this was based on like based on so they probably kept playing with it but I was like I was waiting for that to have like some sort of like grander meaning like it's Haley's Comet because of this yeah yeah because uh, they just make a, a line of like the newscaster makes a line about how uh, Haley's comment me or comment means disaster or something like that. You know what I mean? Oh, I guess that's that, yeah. I guess that, <laughs> you're right. So like the dude, the dude, the, the who like originally kind of goes back in, like you were saying, and like starts sort of in this trance-like state, approaching the the female alien really like you don't know if it's a human yeah she, she's referred to as space girl space girl <laughs> uh he basically is the first like occasion where you see a, a, like the, the the some of the powers of these this person and the space girl yeah because she like uh, pops up and he kind of gets closer and she again, starts butt ass naked yeah butt naked and she just starts they start making out and you're like what the hell's going on here and she like takes off his like his like yeah yeah, and stuff. yeah. And Kowski, like eventually like rushes down to the scene because he sees like the flashes on the screen or something like that right mm-hmm. like, like it's the first time you see she like you oh, know you moving she, yeah. she sucks the life force out of him she's like kissing him and then you see this like it's almost like a net like a ethereal like ghostly image you know it's like this these blue lines that are flying through the air and flying out of him and into her mouth um and he she just turns him into like a drained fucking corpse yeah a gnarly looking thing dude yeah he's just like all shriveled up like he's been dead for a long fucking time yeah that was like that was one of the interesting like and really cool things about this movie in general was like the makeup and like some of the, the yeah special effects was was on totally and like the but yeah like you said one of them. like you said Bukowski like makes his way down you know mm-hmm. and he also kind of gets uh you know lulled into yeah lull, that's a good way to put it and um although he doesn't suffer the same fate she kind of sucks some of his power out too yeah. but uh you you kind of wonder why she didn't just kill him too because she just like sucks some of his power and then leaves him there and you can tell that he's you know tired but she just leaves him there and proceeds to wander butt fucking naked through this facility (laughs) which is like it was really it was really funny like that that continued for a while just because yeah just because like they made it a play in the movie like like everybody was like on the on were walkie talkies with each other like watch out for a beautiful naked girl wandering the premises see that (laughs) it's like I wonder if do you remember Men in Black Two? Oh yeah, yeah. How like Lurlina, how when she comes to Earth and she's like walking around in lingerie for a while. I wonder. I, I doubt it, but I wonder if that was like a little nod to this. Like That'd that was cool. PG thirteen, so she wasn't naked, but it was kind of it kind of gave me the same vibe. That'd be cool if that was, dude. That'd be a really cool nod. 
but anyway anyway yeah so like so but like she, you said they're like talking on what you're like she's you'll never believe what i'm looking at <laughs> yeah ex- exactly exactly it's a bunch of like a bunch of like old, older like brits yeah like, like blown away by a pair of titties and can't believe, right because it, it, it gets but, to the point where there's like three of them you know trying to uh trying to approach space girl yeah they're like miss you know like and, and, come with us you know yeah and that's when you see some other powers from her yeah she just, she for sure just like, like raises her hand up or whatever and just like like zaps the couple like the two goons away well because the I, first one it, it was like a vader like a uh, force choke mm. like he's just like Whoa. <laughs> it was so funny dude how he was approaching her he was like offering her a cookie that he had just been eating he was, like, oh wow he was yeah. like uh uh, you want the? You want the? She's like fucking force choked his ass. <laughs> yeah, and then she like storm like, like electricity almost looks like the other guy. Just yeah, but she leaves the older guy. She doesn't kill the old guy. You know what yeah. I mean? He's just he's like standing there like bewildered as she does. Yeah, like, Whoa! <laughs> and then like and then she uses her power one more time to shatter like every single plate glass uh, like window in the place and just leave. Stark yeah. naked. That was yeah. cool. It was. It was a. It was a. It was a dope. Like a nice shot, opening actually. shot of like what we're in store for. You know what I mean? Totally. Well, and and you know, like this movie, it definitely. That that's why I mean, like when they like you know just jumped off. I remember I paused it at like ten minutes. I was like, I was like, whoa, this movie has, is moving along already. Like they're already basically telling, showing you everything that the movie's built as. Yeah. So there's got to be a lot of story in the back end. You know what I mean? There is. There's a lot that happens in this movie. There is. There is. Because now it's like the next day and we get these, there's police there obviously investigating. And this is where we get introduced to like another uh, main character. Colonel Kane. Yes. Colonel Kane. Is the other guy captain or is the other guy, was I calling? Who? Because we also meet. We also meet uh, Doctor Falada here too. Oh yeah, Doctor Falada, the dude with the the dude with the magnificent hair. Yeah, because <laughs> there because because Kane comes in. Yeah, he does have great hair. That's a good point. Because <laughs> Kane comes in and he's kind of asking about you know what happened, and this is the first time where um, where uh, Bukowski mentions that which he overpowered him that it was like overwhelmingly sexual yeah yeah and then and then and then kane also asks about like where she come from and then they also mentioned something about an escape pod missing from the churchill yeah and that's the i think the really the first time you hear about the escape pod right and so you're like well what is that about um but it is interesting because i think throughout this movie the like Bukowski guy, like he's probably the only guy that like doesn't get like killed from like the life force sucking, right? No, you're no. thinking of Kane. You're thinking of Kane. Oh, you're right. Because um, uh, another another interesting little tidbit that happens here is it's like Falada is obviously very bright because he comes up with other things later before his demise, but he mentions that uh, he mentions that. Um, he he thinks that she drained the life force from the from the guys kind of like a like a vampire like a psychic vampire essentially yeah yeah because there's this like shot where like i can't can't remember who but somebody asked him about like well what does happen after death and he goes on this like spiel about how 
anyway, he's, he's yeah. like interested in life, mm-hmm. mortality, basically. So it was kind of fitting that he kind of deduced that. Uh, also, I like the word deduce. Yeah, it's a good word. Um, so yeah, but basically, then they, they get like appraised of uh, like the body and everything. Like you said, the cane gets appraised of the body, and eventually they go to like look at like they. Well, it, I well, guess I guess the first the before that though, there's the it's the shot with the two guards. Yeah, and that that whole <laughs> thing I thought was such a funny sequence, dude. It was like, so these two guards are like watching over the other two naked guys. <laughs> yeah, who are still in their crystal pods or whatever. Yes, but the <laughs> much like much like um, Space Girls. They that eventually like the two naked guys wake up and boom like explode all the glass yeah and like the guards there's flames and dude, yeah dude it's yeah it's like it's it's wild and the guards like run down to the end of the hallway cock their guns and just you know like because these guys are just approaching them in the midst of all these all these like glass shattering and all this shit I mean I would have done the same thing yeah. I would have started firing too and they so yeah they exactly they start trying to eight like just hose them down and. It doesn't like, doesn't work though. They're catching bullets. These alien guys are catching bullets. They're like terminators. Yeah, dude. <laughs> dude, exactly. Just absorbing it until both, I love this part. Yeah. Clink <laughs> off a couple grenades and flop them in there. They just dive behind the stairwell. Yeah, <laughs> it's so great. And then it just and then it just instantly jumps to like Kane and Falada hearing the hearing the commotion and and like running down there like this movie just kind of happens fast because you know they run down to check out hear this loud sound because like you said chaos just ensued and this <laughs> just is blew up part of the building and this is when they're like well we should do a uh we should do an autopsy on like the life sucked corpse that happened a little bit ago yeah because Falada's there's a like, lot of interesting like scenes that happen in a row yeah yeah Falada's like well we can't do an autopsy on these tubes <laughs> right but and that's yeah. So that's when, like, they go they go to the autopsy of the of the guard whose body was drained. Yeah. And the they unveil the the corpse a little more, and it's fucking gnarly looking, dude. Yeah, it is. And and when the uh, doctor goes to approach it and basically like initiate like start the autopsy, mm-hmm. there's this great shot of like the eyes opening. Uh, on the corpse and it comes to life again sort of yeah like, it's like yeah, yeah. it looks ridiculous and the doctor the one of the doctors seems to like have that like you know it made eye contact so it's not mm-hmm. like sucked into its gaze and the, true the corpse and it, like and it does the life force yeah so, yeah, he does. He just drains the doctor, yeah. um, and then he and then it. The coolest part is that he drains the doctor, and then it makes him look like it. Sh- like it has these cool effects where his face is like changing, and he turns back into what he looked like. Yeah. You know what I mean? Before yeah. he got drained himself. Because mm-hmm. and then cool. it's a really yeah. cool sequence, man. And they they put it. They end up. Th- they put it, they end up putting him into isolation and this is where Falada has another one of his like he's like there's a pattern forming and those that uh suck the life come back to life sometime later like he's starting to form these like hypotheses yeah exactly he's the one that really kind of puts that together like mm-hmm. everybody else just kind of like 
is like, oh shit, okay, now we understand. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like they, it's- A lot of things happen in the next like little chunk and having to do with them making discoveries about this whole thing. Yeah, because then they go, they, they find another body, but this time out in public. Yes. And it's out in like a park. At Hyde Park, yeah. At Hyde Park, where, where these two goons recant this tale of seeing like a, a scantily clad lady, at least, uh, walking with another lady. And who they thought were going to go basically just go bang in the woods or, or in the park yeah. or something like that. Because <laughs> the, the, the corpse they find is also like naked. So we this yeah. is where we learn that, you know, the space, space girl is, probably has some clothes now. Exactly. Blending in a little bit more as she goes. So and then it we, seems like it kind of it's learning as it's as it's like. Yeah, for sure. And then another. So like I said, there how there's like a lot of things that happen quick where that leads them to like come up with an idea of what's going on is that it's now back at the facility and the guy that's in the guy that's in isolation he ends up um turning back into like uh a drained corpse and actually kind of like it like falls asleep i mean fall sorry falls dead and one of the people like pokes him in the stomach and it looks like his body's like disintegrated into sand yeah and so this is when they deduce that uh you know, you come back to life after two hours, but if you don't feed at a, in a certain amount of time, you're gonna die, you're gonna die. Yeah, and it was a it was a, again like another really cool sequence of seeing that body, like go from like you know this regular security guard to that desk like that corpse again. The next uh, one's even cooler with the, how the female dude. corpse like it. <laughs> Because in the next room over, it's the female that they found at the park, and well, she comes back to life too. First, well, first though, they they see the uh, the the doctor though, the doctor who hasn't fed at all. That's and, what I'm talking about. Yeah. Oh, and, this, what, and then when he like, I just love that sequence. What do you like? It runs into the gate, or whatever. Yeah. 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 That's what. That's yeah. It was. Yeah. It was. And she kind of does the same thing, but her her like disintegration and explosion is even cooler. It is, dude. She gets like her body looks like it almost gets bloated for a second. Like once it starts waking up, it's like, ah. <laughs> and but it looks like it starts like almost like it's bloated for a second, and then like it's just like like struggling against the restraints it's on. It's, yeah, like it's a wild scene to watch because uh, you're both you're of watching, them. Yeah, you're watching like you know on the monitor like the heart rate go up and up and up and up and up and. It's just kind of tense, but really, like, you know, it's 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 wild because like it seems like even uh, when she when it's like dying like that, it's like it's like blowing up like some of the monitors and stuff. So that they mm-hmm. just have like just fucking auxiliary powers, man. It's crazy. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it's it's like the god dude again like the 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 makeup job on these things were just like creepy as fuck to me like toby hooper had a way of that with his movies of like really great effects or really great creature design like that's what i'm saying like you know this is a toby hooper movie watching it like because of some of these things you know i agree like it's so fucking cool i'm just so So, i'm so surprised i've never seen this movie before. that's what i'm saying i i completely agree uh, you know, I mean, I've never, yeah, I'm, I'm surprised it took me this long to see it. And I'm glad I did. Yeah. But, sure. uh, but then they, then they discover the Churchill, right? Like, yeah. That, the church, well, or the pod that, that, that yeah. had escaped the Churchill. Yes. And yes. They discover that it's landed in, in Texas. 
Because uh, you know what's funny here is that so they say they found it in Texas, and then like we immediately jump to the next scene where Carlson comes to talk to them in London, but it doesn't explain like the time period. Like, because <laughs> exactly. he just comes in and he's like clean shaven and looks rested. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it's like it just like I mean it feels like the next day. <laughs> yeah, but it's probably like two days or something. Yeah, but then you know so they basically invite like invite him in carlson yeah so they can mm-hmm. like uh, try and understand the situation they're like hey you know you know will, yeah will you please like fill us in whatever you know and he has trouble kind of remembering some elements right uh, but he does sort of recant you know like bring them up to speed on like how they discovered the body a little bit or the body mm-hmm. the space yeah place. and he explains how like they died one by one. First one of them, yeah. you know, destroyed a bunch of a equi- bunch of equipment, but didn't remember it. And he was the first one they found dead. And there is a flashback that shows him, and he's one of those like life sucked corpses. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Carlson just kind of explains that you know one by one the rest of them died, but for some reason he didn't. And like you said, he he explains that he doesn't really remember much, but that he does remember. Uh, seeing the ship coming into Earth's orbit and that he didn't want to expose uh, to the world what happened. So it shows this flashback of him starting the fire and burning the bat creature. Yeah. Which you learn that, but this is where you learn, like, with this cool you know, looking, like, ray gun looking thing. Yeah. Because <laughs> he, he, he tried to ex- destroy everything and uh, unfortunately he didn't succeed. But yeah, he, he burns everything and he barely makes it into the escape pod and flees before the ship, you know, basically incinerates. Yeah. And, I mean, like, it's quite the fucking epic tale. Yeah. Yeah, uh, One of the... It's one of those, like, interesting, you know, like, you keep waiting ever since, like, you hit, like, that moment in the movie earlier where it's, like, 30 days later and you mm. find out the ship's been floating. You, like, it, it was so, it's like a fulfilling sequence, him recanting this tale, because you're just like, you keep wondering what the fuck happened on that ship. He, he also says something else interesting here, where he, he explains how part of him, part of him uh, didn't uh, want to go, and that leaving her was the hardest thing he ever did. Yeah, that line, like, that yeah. was such an interesting standout line. It really was. Like, because you're just like, I mean, You'd assume that he would be like happy to be like free of the situation. And so like right. to think that that dude still has like some sort of you know pull, you're just like, okay. But then yeah. I mean you 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 learn that like his link is deeper for sure. Yeah, that eventually, yeah. Like right right afterwards, like of this though, it's like a sequence of him like sleeping and he has this nightmare where mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, like, it seems like Space Girl like invades his dreams or whatever. Yeah, they're like getting freaky and yeah. Well, first the shot was really cool because at first he like wakes up in the dream and he sees the he sees this bat creature. Yeah, like makes its way towards him and then transforms into the into the girl. Yeah, I thought that was, was cool. It was like it was it was this cool like bats bat wings out and then like as it gets closer, it just it's like all of a sudden the lady and like the lady's taking his shirt off. Yeah, and then they yeah she like seduces him and they're. Frantically freaky. making out. They're getting freaky. There's some. There's titties out again. You know? Yeah. There's surprise, surprise. Uh, I love. But, I love I, when he wakes up. He he has one of the best like male screams in like a. Yeah, dude. 
you don't horror sci-fi movie you know what i mean you don't get a ton of them like that you know it's true especially in that shot where you're, it's like him waking up all sweaty yeah like just black background he's just like ah yeah know, i can't like, do it justice yeah it's wild it was it was good that's a good call man but you know but, they, uh, they, they immediately like like you know kane and some of the other doctors come in and and the they're immediately like trying to like figure out what happened and then mm -hmm. it jumps to uh what's his name going have you ever Falata. been yeah <laughs> have you ever been hypnotized <laughs> so be before we jump into the hypnosis sequence which is arguably one of the coolest fucking scenes in the whole movie like i loved this hypnosis scene it was really well done but before we jump into that we got to mention really quick that we also learn that uh that um this needle-like shaped object is heading towards Earth, which is obviously the same ship mm -hmm. or the same, you know, alien ship that they found uh, the creatures and the uh, and the girl in. So that's heading towards Earth now, which is like not a good thing. <laughs> no, <laughs> seems like impending doom. But this this hypnosis scene might 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 be kind of hard to ex to explain because there's a lot going on. Um, but yeah. for anyone that hasn't seen this movie, did the, the this sequence is incredible. So, basically, just to kind of set it up, I guess, it's like Carlson gets uh, hypnotized, or, mm -hmm. you know, and he's recounting that he has this, like, link with yes. Space Girl's mind. Yes. And so you see these intermittent shots for a little bit of, of like, you know, Carlson explaining what space girls doing and then yes you see these shots of this woman who's no longer the woman that you yeah originally saw yeah but a different she's actress. in a different body yeah yeah and so it's a different body for the space girl and it's basically this like it, carlson's explaining how space girls like uh initiating almost like a hunt you, you know where it's like she's trying to find a suitable per like person to you know, a healthy person. Uh, and then it's like he describes, you know, mm -hmm. the, the, uh, the guy that the, that the actress like stumbles. Yeah. Upon. And it's all she happening in real, like in real. Yeah, real exactly. That's, that's what I'm saying. It might be kind of hard to explain because, yeah, like while well, he's because she's looking for someone, she doesn't want to kill the person because she doesn't want to attract more attention. She just wants to suck some life force. Mm -hmm. But there's also something interesting here where it's like, uh, He's talking about how he's connected and um, how uh, she vi she she's visiting him in his mind, like mental contact, and that um, fuck. What was I just gonna say? And that uh, it, yeah, like his mind is not entirely own. Um, yeah. And that's like it's like two minds, Ellen's and the vampires. Uh, yeah. But this is where we learn that yeah, she has like. We thought that maybe that was all of her powers, but no, she can jump from like body to body and mind to mind. Yeah, which is like a wild, like how do you catch something like that? But you the know? whole the whole scene is so cool. How he's in the hypnosis and he's talking to them about the license plate and the car and like you said, mm -hmm. it's like happening in real time. Yeah, they're like, they're like, you know, Kane's like asking him about like, well, can you see the license plate? Mm -hmm. what, what model is the car and he's like a white volvo, volvo. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was really cool like i was i was really surprised by that it was you know because because we learned that she like gets in the car with this guy and they're driving down the road yeah. she ends up seducing him um 
and uh, and as the guy in the car's hand is on her leg, um, Carlson sort of pops up awake and breaks the link. Yeah. But 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 we learn here that right now her name is like the body she's in or whatever is named Ellen. So they they decide you know based on the information they have. They call it in to try to avoid something happening, but now they know where to look next. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, and then, like you said, so like there's, so then now they have a lead on the space girl. There's also the information about the ship. You know, like you mentioned. Coming. We so also learned. So there's now like multiple things that are kind of impending. Falada also thinks that uh, her original body must be hidden, and that, uh, and that, um, yeah. Her, her original body must be hidden, but she can jump from body to body. Yeah, and this is also the sequence where you 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 see Falada. Uh, he, he has this item, <laughs> uh, a, a sword of sorts. Yeah, it's like this giant fucking like lead iron sword. <laughs> that that, all, that you're just like why like, it's that classic thing I guess like and you introduce like. Was it right? You introduce a gun into like a, a plot, like it's gonna be used later. So I, that's why I kept thinking about that. I was like, that has to come into play later. Why? Why is it just this a shot of him holding this, like pulling the sword out of a box, basically? But. Speaking speaking of Falada, we kind of leave Falada here for a while, and he's not yeah. in the movie for a little bit. But we leave him as he's like doing some experiment, and this creepy looking security guard comes in, and. Uh, they kind of have a little conversation, but then it, it leaves on that for a while. We have no idea what's going on. Like, it, the way I felt is that this guard looked like he was under control of a, of one of the vampires or something, possibly, like yeah, a victim, he, maybe. Yeah, it definitely looked like he definitely looked off, you know. Yeah, and so it was kind of this weird. He was like, oh, because right there. Like the next important parts that happen involve uh, Kane. Carlson and this character named Percy. <laughs> and this next part is really cool too. Are you talking about you talking about the hospital? Yeah, they go because they they go to this Thurston Carl, hospital. Yeah, to they, yeah to check out to check out this lead on Ellen and try to find Ellen. Yeah. And this whole like everything it leads to is incredible. Well, this is where you finally meet Patrick Stewart's character. Yeah! Which I was waiting this entire time. I was like, where is he? Where is he? Where is he? <laughs> Man, yeah. he. I thought he was just going to be this little, like, dinky role, but he ends up, you know, having a pretty good part. Yeah, he does. Dr. Armstrong. Dr. Uh, Armstrong, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he basically leads them to Ellen Donaldson. Yes. And Kane and Carlson go up to and Percy and Percy. Yeah, that's that's the three of them. When they go, when they go to meet uh, meet Ellen. Yeah, they're all they're all in this whole sequence together. Oh. Uh, well, anyway, so like when they go, and like it's like at her apartment or whatever, right? Yeah, because she like lives in the hospital. And it's such a weird sequence. So, yeah. Like, Carlson, like, approaches her and is like, I'm, you know, I'm a, I gotta see if you're in there or whatever. And then he's like, <laughs> it's like, well, I, yeah. It's so funny. It's, like, it's just like this sequence where, like, he, like, he, like, he's basically like, 
she's like, I'm gonna have to get rough with her. And he looks at Kane and he goes like, like, do you want to leave? And Kane goes, like, says something like, I'm a natural voyeur. <laughs> sits down. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I was like, what is happening? Because yeah. he's trying to, like, he's, yeah, he's trying to have, like, maybe, like, a, a sexual, like, link with her to try to draw her out, possibly. Yeah. There's so much, so much sexual energy in this movie. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so, like, so you know he like rips off her her like robe or whatever and she's so she's just wearing her nightgown and then he starts like shaking her a little bit and then pulls her hair and like he's just like yelling at her and then like there's these really just like intense like shots of like them of like the camera zooming up on their head and stuff like that like all through this and you're right like he's just trying to establish a link and i believe he does i mean like he can only kiss her or whatever yeah exactly and she faints. Yeah. And then they just put her to bed. Yes. <laughs> but that, that that's when like you learn you they go to meet Dr. Armstrong again and they're like, Hey, like has like I saw this description of you know, a person with like a birthmark on their face or whatever. Yeah, he's a, he's like a uh, he's like a fat man with gray hair and a birthmark. Yeah. Patrick Stewart's like, oh yeah, he like immediately knew who that was. Yeah, he's, a, he's a, that's a child murderer named Jeffrey. He's in isolation. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. But he goes to take him to visit, and uh, but, first this whole, go, but first they go to his office or some shit, right? Like, well, and this whole scene didn't play out at all like I thought it would, because they do like the office part's not really important, oh, but yeah, they end. Just, yeah. But they end up going to the um, to the room of the guy in isolation. And he's sleeping, and they're they're getting ready to uh, shoot him with the, um, like whatever is in the syringe to put them into sleep for the hypnotherapy. Yeah, there's the classic shot of that guy like like loading up a syringe with some. Yeah, which was unnecessary. Yeah. But uh, before he goes in to put it in him, he like flips around and puts it into Doctor Armstrong, and yeah. I I didn't see any of this coming. And basically, he explains his action is that when Dr. Armstrong put his arm on his shoulder when they were walking over there, um, and he saw into his mind and realizes that she's inside his body right now. Yeah. And, but, you know, like you said, like it plays out with such a good, like an effective surprise. Like, it does. It really does. And then, so they, then they find, like they're trying to find, there's just, I mean, like, just this wild, like, scene of like Carl snaps, they inject him, like, pinning him down slowly Patrick slowly pinning Patrick Stewart down onto the ground and then Patrick Stewart's like writhing on the ground and like screaming and shit mm-hmm. uh, it was, yeah it was wild but then, then they you know like they're trying to they find like a a space to like bring him and like question him or whatever hopefully yeah which is like a surgery room or something like that and, and Carlson also asks the, this like doctor to bring him more shots of the of the of the um pentothal or whatever they call it because he because he mentions that um if he slips out from under us she'll escape so his like plan is to like keep up keep dr armstrong under hypnosis and asleep for as long as possible until they can hopefully you know figure out what they need to figure out yeah yeah that's right like the, there's like that sequence of like the nurse or whatever guy was like one dose is usually enough <laughs> mm-hmm. but as he as he goes to put in 
the second dose, Dr. Armstrong speaks up, but it's the female's voice. Yeah. She's like, there's no need for that. <laughs> yeah. But he does it anyway. So long yeah. story short, he does it anyway. They, so this hypnosis scene is pretty fucking cool, too. Yeah. it's and Again, though, it's like another, like, just like really, I don't know, like surprisingly dramatic kind of like point in the movie. You know, he's like questioning... He's got like you know the body pinned down. Patrick Stewart starts like again in like the female voice, sort of like mumbling and shouting and like all this other stuff. And like it's just I don't know. It's just this movie was a lot more like had a lot more dramatic moments. But the, the, the shot of like when they inject him in the oh man in the next with like the the dual the dual penthol or whatever. There's like all the like there's a you know life force coming off of Patrick Stewart's well, body. before. Life. Again. Before before that happens though, before that happens though, I want to say there's there's an interesting thing here where he's talking to the female in Armstrong's body and he asks her the, you know these different questions like uh, uh, where she what she wants from him and all these different things and she explains this whole thing about how you know um, he was she his deepest thoughts and needs is what so her look like came from his subconscious like that's uh, i'm wording it wrong but she basically explains that like uh that not only did the bats and the ships look like that but she took her shape and language from his mind that his deepest thoughts and needs and what her body looked like was because of him which is pretty interesting yeah so it's like almost like immediately as soon as they had like you know been in like psychic presence with each other or something like that she was able to like read what would be most desirable for exactly thank you exactly and then and then it's kind of awkward because he goes to kiss her but it's obviously fucking uh (laughs) yeah it's like he actually kissed uh patrick stewart which is great and that's when like the other two the other goons in the room like try and like pull him off finally and that's like you said when the when it's that'd be so gnarly where they shove both the fucking syringes into his neck that would be brutal Oh, that'd be nasty. But like but, you said, so continue with what you're going to say with the life force going around and everything. Yeah, yeah. It was just, you know, he was like losing his life force. And so it, was, it, it reminded me of this, like, another moment where you knew this was a Toby Hooper movie where there's like these kind of bright electric blue lights happening, which is, yeah. Like, you know, and, and there's like all sorts of stuff just like flying around the room and whatnot. Definitely was rem- like reminded me of Poltergeist a little bit. That's a good like, point. Like just like in that in that, in that scene, because because in this like whole commotion, uh, Kane gets knocked out for a for a second, and Percy dies. Yeah. Um, and then uh, there's actually another interesting line here, um, where Carlson Carlson sees that it's spreading and that they're too late, and uh, and and Kane asks what he means by that, um, and he's. He thinks there might be more victims. So this is when they leave. They leave the hospital, and, they, and for some reason, they leave with Percy and Armstrong's bodies. Yeah, that was kind of an interesting. I was like, well, I guess perhaps you know, I mean, they don't know what they could become if they left. Them yeah, over, but good point. Yeah, so they they're all in a helicopter, uh, flying, and that's you know that's when you kind of get uh, re introduced you oh my god why do i keep blanking on his name the dude with the good hair Fla, 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 yeah he gets they get a call from falada falada falafel and- falada yeah. <laughs> uh but the, but that's 
like while they're on the helicopter, you know, they get this call, and that's when you, you know, Falada explains that he supposedly killed one of them using that sword that he was injured that that he had earlier. Because because up until this point, we like it hasn't shown the other two guys so either you think they're dead or you don't really know what's going on but yeah he explains that like they're still alive but like you said he killed one of them yeah which was supposedly the guard that you know the that we left off with last time we saw yes him. but how did he kill him uh that's he's he's <laughs> he drove his lead sword into his like energy i love that yeah area under he, he, his heart <laughs> he, he penetrated he penetrated him through the energy center just below his heart oh yes the classic <laughs> we all have one you know it's, it's there we also uh, learned from Pilata that uh only the original three can jump bodies like uh if you yeah. get infected or whatever like you're just infected but you can't you don't have these like extra powers yeah which isn't and, necessarily important but you know the uh, the thing the the standout thing about this whole helicopter scene though, like a movie. Oh like, yeah, really cool things. But then there's just like fucking epic shot of like those bodies, dude. Like Pat, like Percy and yeah! Dr. Armstrong, their bodies just start bleeding out. And it's, it's awesome. Just, and it's just like it's all like drifting. It's like into floating this, through like, the air. Like, yeah, floating into this like one spot and slowly growing and amassing. But it's just this like fucking awesome sequence of it just like being pulled from their like, I thought so too. Bodies. So Did not cool. expect that at all. And then it becomes this like image of Space Girl, like this bloody image of Space Girl that was like there for a moment and then immediately uh -huh. just, like, collapses into a end. Yeah, collapses into a pool of blood. That was so cool. It was, dude. That was that was fucking rad. Uh yeah, I, I thought that was like one of my favorite like sequences of the movie i completely agree and we also on the plane there's also something interesting where kane like uh asked carlson he, he wants to know like what you know we've made it this far now I want, I want you to tell me what really happened on the ship and so this is where carlson kind of switches his story up a little bit mm -hmm. and uh because originally he said that this guy named rollins destroyed the computer but we learned that carlson was the one that destroyed the radio equipment and all the tapes um and that it was him that did it because he's, he he basically explains that he didn't want it to reach earth and that if it did he didn't want anyone to know what happened up there and then he also goes on to explain that while he was on the ship he opened her sealed animation and uh because he couldn't help himself right yeah the pole was too real man the two is too strong and he's basically goes on to say that he's like in love with her on a level that you couldn't understand. And we get a flashback sequence about her calling to him mm -hmm. and explaining that like she wanted him and it was more than spiritual. Like this, this whole part, like he kind of explains a lot and that she yeah. took, she took, Oh yeah. Here's another interesting thing. Sorry if I'm over speaking here. No, I apologize. No, you're good, dude. You're good. But she, but he explains that like she took some of his energy and, uh, but gave him some of hers yeah you know what i mean and i was like that's pretty interesting yeah i know i was like when i like when they dropped that i was like what does that mean for him like, yeah because it's like it's, it seems like she chose him you know what i mean yeah and then that's when it kind of like they you know they kind of cut back to like 
what's happening and it's like Lon- london's gone crazy yeah you know like this thing is sweeping across the city martial and laws in Mar- effect yeah martial <laughs> laws. there's like a giant explosion that happens and yeah and then like i mean the really, city's this, in disarray <laughs> dude yeah to say the least like the, the but late late like the tail end of this like movie including is starting like right here like you really see some great like extra work if you ask me like those like you know movies because of cgi and stuff they don't always have to employ like full Good on point. extras anymore but Good this point. whole like ending had so many extras all jesus in, like, christ did it and so much in, going on yeah all in like makeup and like just like doing their thing like at a, you know and it, was, it, it was really cool to me it was really cool. there's more of it that happens later and it's more elaborate but yeah For we sure. get like a we get a scene of you know in the city and the, the life force the life force is flying around and people are sucking people's life force and destroying things. <laughs> yeah, it's like you say, it's, pan, it's pandemonium. Yeah. So the next scene that happens I was like the most random and pointless scene where they go to the prime minister because they're only there for like two minutes and then leave. So we don't even really need to talk about it. Yeah, it, it was strange. It was like all, all, you, all it basically was was that like the prime minister's a fucking psychic vampire now. yeah we yeah because yeah that's it that's all you need to know and, but there was a cool part where they're getting on the copter mm-hmm. and they fly off and like two of the the uh, oh, infected yeah. jump off yeah <laughs> and they end up shooting one off with a flare gun which i thought was super cool yeah that was that was cool and again like some of the makeup that was happening with them was was pretty dope but yeah you're right it was just like it was just a brief scene that really like if they had to cut something, like they could have cut that out of the movie, and I would have yeah. preferred more space time or something like that. But, but anyways. so basically, anyway, they 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 end up back in London, but they like wind up they where they land, they wind up like in a quarantine like zone. Yeah, well, yeah, like a quarantine like, camp. The military's basically like closing off anything. They they know that like after two hours, basically, uh, you'll either turn to dust the incubation period yeah. yeah the incubation period will will be over basically you either we also, or not we also learned that they've isolated uh london and there's a possibility um that they uh of thermonuclear. yeah thank you yeah there's there's chance of a thermonuclear device yeah that's- <laughs> <laughs> that was like one of my favorite like moments i was just like of course they're just like it's the 80s they're just gonna jump right to like oh we're gonna like we're gonna nuke london um yeah you know like that that was like yeah we also clearly at their wits end (laughs) they don't know what the the fuck's going on well i mean i guess what what would you do because we also learned that the ship the spaceship is like in orbit above Earth. so i mean what like yeah yeah but i just love yeah like oh sorry no go go yeah, like they they drop that like you know the spaceships like directly above London at this point like beaming up all these like yeah souls and shit the human souls that was cool yeah it was and we learned we also because we learned here like because obviously at this point we know that Carlson has like this psychic link to her mm-hmm. and he and he can and he like sometimes knows information that like how would you know that but it, this is yeah he's the one that explains that like. All these souls are being collected into the spaceship and that the male vampires have to send their energy through her to the collector and that carlson also knows where her body is 
Yeah. Key. Carl. Because she's like drawing him. He's she's drawing him to her. Yeah. And then yeah, she. Like, oh yeah. Sorry. Stronger than ever. <laughs> <laughs> One more thing. Sorry. She. He also explains that like, she wants back the energy she gave to me. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> she gave us, and now she taketh. Uh, yeah. But yeah, and so that's when like that's when actually David and David. That's when Kane and Carlson split. Uh, yeah. Uh, right, because Carlson steals like a jeep or whatever to go like. Yeah, he just to, takes off to like head to her. You know that pole is too fucking real. And, and uh. And then, like, Kane, like, basically, like, commandeers, like, a vehicle also. To I'm go after so him. glad you used that. <laughs> I, I was about to use that same word. <laughs> dude, it's like the only That's thing a great remember. word. It is, dude. That's another real good one. It's like, it's not like, I mean, he basically just, like, turned around. It was such a funny sequence to me. He just turned around to these, like, military officers and he's like, mm. give me the keys to this car. The car is like, that's the guy's like, that's basically, like, my commanding officers. He's like, Give them to me. <laughs> Anytime he take, I he takes his sidearm to yeah. like, give me your fucking gun. How demoralizing. <laughs> but I just I love the word commandeering and it makes me think of uh there's this great like eighties comedy called Co- uh Cop and a Half. Oh um, where he's Kurt like Reynolds? Yeah. <laughs> well like the the little black kid in the movie and okay, so I don't know how much you know about skateboarding, but uh um, he runs up to this kid, and I'm pretty sure it was a young Andrew Reynolds. I could be wrong, but it, like, oh. but he runs up to this kid, and he's like, "I'm commandeering your vehicle," and takes the guy's skateboard. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. And uh, so they basically, but yeah, like a sequence of this way you were talking about earlier, where you get like a little more taste of like what's happening in. Like, oh yeah, where, like, it's bad. Carlson's off. David's trying to fall. Or why do I keep saving David? Kane I don't know. Keeps, I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. Kane keeps. Uh, it's like following him, and you see like things are just falling apart. Every now and then, some life force is flying. Like, mm-hmm. like just every, like people have like gnarly, you know, decomposing bodies, and like everything's on fire. It's like, just all sorts of shit. It's just fucking crazy. It, it seems like a large chunk of like the community of this city is also out in the streets. Just like running around. Yeah. Like it's bad. There's just, like you said, like there's a, there'd be like a large group of infected, just like jumping on people and downing them or people fleeing for their lives. You know what I mean? It's just, yeah, there's it's bad. This, yeah. And you also get this kind of like, you know, at one point Carlson stops the like his, his driving and he uh, is like, you know, all in his head, you know, the space girl's talking to him and you get a jump scare kind of out of the sequence where it's like he's, you know, staring out the front window of the car and then all of a sudden, bah, the hand pops out of the side mm-hmm. and you know, tries to get him and then his car's surrounded by like infected people. Like, I like how when he le- like when he leaves, like it's just the ripped off arm, and he's like, hmm, just throws it into the backseat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's also but yeah like, throughout the driving sequence, there's one other like kind of thing that I thought was kind of cool, and there's this like brief moment where Kane's driving through like a couple of like an alley or whatever, and there's uh-huh. just like this you know infected dude right in front of him, and he just splats. Like <laughs> it was just like it looked like yeah. just a bunch of raw meat on the dude's like on the front of the car or something like that. It was such a fun. fun it was awesome because because at this point like Carlson sees um, the building uh, 
where the energy is coming out through the roof and going up. So he knows where she's at. Yeah. But uh, before, like at the same time, Kane makes it back to the to the research center because um, there was like a miscommunication or something where he thought that that's where uh, where Carlson was heading. So that's where he went, and this is where we run into Falada again for the last time. Yeah, and uh, you know, like as soon as you run into him again in this in this scene, you kind of know something's like a little off. Totally, totally. Uh, he's like just staring out the window, looking at the flames, basically burning the city and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know that you basically just learn a little bit about like the men, like you know the mental connection again and stuff like that. Yeah, you learn yeah. A little bit more depth to you know what she she is a little bit like she's in this you know she's escaped and stuff like that and all that but it's really just like the, that shot i love that when we get to like you get to like faluda approaching kane with his arms out and you just see his face all sweaty and stuff and you're like, what the fuck yeah. is going on here and like you know basically kane's like tell like telling him at this point because it's all creepy like he's on the backup and he ends up shooting faluda Mm-hmm. Uh, which causes his life force to well, no, it doesn't cause. I mean, he shoots him, but then like Falu's face like starts like kind of pulsing, pulsating. Like, yeah. yeah, oh, it's nasty. And then he just then he dies, and Kane takes that lead sword. Yeah, yeah. Out, out of the other body. Yes. So he because yeah, he takes a sword and he starts heading. He because Falada tells him that her body's at the cathedral. Mm-hmm. So he because he, so he starts heading there. Uh, and Carl, and at this point, Carlson's already there, and he finds her body like laying there in the basement under a beam of light. And as he gets closer, she fa- she pops back to life. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. She sits up. And, yeah, she and she she's like, "Come to me, be with me." It was intended, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was like she's like it was intended for you to bring me to Earth and all this stuff, and she wants to be with him forever. Yeah, exactly. And then that, that's that was one of those moments where you're like, like that there's like a long game that the, these these vampires or whatever were playing. Yeah, because it's explained at some point that like they've been to Earth before too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, so she stands up and she's like, "Come stand in the light with me," <laughs> you know. Which uh, Carlson doesn't even like try to fight. He just like no. immediately, you know falls to her whims and yeah next thing you know they're both naked just fucking you know making just out dancing in the moonlight uh, oh wow <laughs> uh, but <laughs> there's like during all of this you know while this is all happening kane's like running to the cathedral because his car's like incapacitated and and he's just avoiding just swarms of infected people yeah you know and he but he eventually makes it to the the cathedral where the body's at the fact he made it there is like a miracle because like yeah yeah. this scene is awesome too uh but the you know like there there was also i just want to point out during his like running sequence there was a couple of cool stuff like cool things again great extra work but there's like a you know a couple people on fire and stuff like that Mm -hmm. good stunt work yeah just good stunt work as well but then there's the you know when he gets to the cathedral all this mm-hmm. like life force is being like summoned to this like one spot and up pops out of the side yeah bodies up pops the other like male body that was discussed like, in space this guy just looks like a model you know what i mean he's yeah. just like 
Yeah, he's just like, just like <laughs> he's just he's just like yeah, just the, the the fucking handsomest dude in London at this point, and he's just like absorbing all of this life force. I and, so, I thought that they would have like a little showdown here, like a fight. You know what I mean? Something, yeah. But, but he no. just basically David just, or Kane just runs. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yeah, Kane, Kane just, just like bum rushes him. Sword, <laughs> and, yeah, just like stabs him right in the fucking energy center. <laughs> the energy center, yeah. <laughs> and that's when like all the life force energy goes from like blue to like red or whatever. And he like, and, yeah. And then the, the mod, male model turns into a giant bat creature. <laughs> that was cool. That, that was, was before. Yeah, he, before dying, he turns into like the bat creature and then just kind of disappears into nothing. Yeah. But that was cool. But yeah, yeah. I, I thought that they would maybe like fight for a little bit and, you know, but no, it was just like, he just made a beeline for the guy's uh, <laughs> energy center. Just just one blow, quick blow and that guy was bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, that's but, why uh, you don't mess with Detective Kane. Right. Yeah, he was pretty badass. Uh, but yeah, so he basically enters the cathedral and sees like all the light. He's on a different floor. Yes. Than, yes. Than Carlson and the Space Girl, but he like he's like he looks down this giant hole where all the life force is coming out of, and he sees those two just like naked and making out in the uh, in the middle of it, basically. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like there's this whole like sequence where you know the Space Girl's like you know moaning like writhing and being like i just need more of your energy carlson mm-hmm. and like you know like you're kane, one of us yeah. yeah yeah and then kane's like trying to call out to him and get his attention right and it's just like a definitely a tense sequence and and yeah. eventually it results in just the most perfect throw of all time kane just like throws the lead sword down to carlson mm-hmm. carlson's mm-hmm. outstretched hand who just immediately grabs it and pales both her and himself yeah it was like a it was like a tom brady to randy moss like touchdown pass yeah yeah <laughs> that was cool though because the way he just yeah he like goes behind her with the knife and just plunges it through her and sticks both of them with it yeah, right into their bullet their their energy shot energy centers energy and, 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 then, and then there's and then there's this great shot of them like both you know like basically like groin to groin and like and like you see like the sword or supposedly like you know coming out of each end and it's yes. like a light and everything and then they beam this was like the fucking wildest thing to me then they beam <laughs> up the, into the spaceship yeah together you know like holding on to each other in the same fashion right right and the spaceship just drifts off and that's the end yeah i, I, was, I was like so, what the fuck like, it was probably like it was probably like, yeah, it was, it, it was kind of like what the fuck because well, yeah, no, they I was just, just like so now they're just off, they're just off, yeah, like going well, to a different planet or something, like right? Because it's not a you know, it's up it's up to you to decide what happened. But I, I probably like twenty minutes into this movie, I was like, and and with it going on, it gets more bonkers. But I was like, how is this gonna end? And yeah, you know, I I'm not, I don't know. I was like. I'm not saying it was a bad ending. I'm not saying it was a great ending. It, it was, you know, it wasn't a bad ending. But I just, I, I didn't think it would end that way. But having said that, I did think it was cool how 
um, how Carlson like sacrificed himself, you know what I mean, to essentially save, you know, the everyone else. Because yeah. I think he had like gotten to the point where he knew that um, essentially he was doomed and that he couldn't, he was going to give in to her. There's nothing he could do. Like he was, you know what I mean? It was out of his yeah. control. Yeah, exactly. Like he was just like finally like the pole was too great. Like this is the like am I going to like live with like trying to fight this or am I just going to embrace this moment? Yeah. And yeah, it was it was I, I you're right, dude. I don't think the I don't think the ending was bad or like, you know, great necessarily. I just think it was I think it was abrupt. And that's Yeah. That's, that's a good way I, to put it. That's what I was surprised by about it. I was just sort of like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> Cuz yeah, like I, like like I said with how I thought there was going to be a fight between him and the male. Like I thought there was going to be a little more, you know, conflict or something that went on. Like, like it, it was abrupt. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. But you know, overall, like this movie, like was fucking wild. Like I loved the, I loved the idea of the story and everything. I think there's yeah, just, totally. there, there's just, there's, there's like, it was really an interesting combo of like some great special effects, but also being a really like, dialogue and like plot heavy movie you know what i mean mm -hmm. it had a good mixture of both i think totally but, yeah totally i, I, I definitely I like killing some time with it man like it's it, it would definitely put i'd put that on the list to watch you know yeah there's some there's some creativity there's some great sequences there's some cool cinematography yeah. um there's some great effects it yeah it, it's entertaining yeah i agree life force 1985 Yes, you can't. You really can't go wrong. I haven't seen every Tober, Toby Hooper movie, but you, honestly, you really can't go wrong. Yeah, they're usually solid and usually entertaining, at least. You know. What I mean? Totally, totally. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, hot dogs. We'll leave you with that knowledge. I don't think we have a movie picked out quite yet, but once no. we do, you'll hear it. <laughs> but uh, we're, we're not going to give it away yet. But we, you know, we might have something a little, uh, you know yeah special special plan for number 20 yeah we got some Kinda, maybe something in the back pocket there right <laughs> something yes. i'm looking forward to i'll say totally oh, but yeah but yeah we'll, we'll we'll figure it out but yeah i uh i give this movie uh three and a half out of five um uh energy <laughs> <laughs> energy centers <laughs> i'll give it a solid i'll give it a solid uh 4.25 i really okay okay i, I really okay. like the, the special effects got me got me yeah like i really enjoyed like the the, the corpses and yeah and, like, for that, sure the, like that like the, the you know the the shots of like the different you know um when they were like in isolation or whatever like how this one was acting like like in one way and decayed in one way this one like you know true or whatever it was they were all different and cool there's just a lot of cool stuff in this movie i what sh aside from the sexual tension in this movie yeah got like a little obnoxious at times like i that yeah. was the only that was the only thing that i didn't care like too well, like, much for but it was like, like an essential part of the movie which is like part of the whole lure is like you know the seductive evil like not true evil, the seductive yeah. like almost parasitic like creature is yeah. like learning how to like survive in a new alien terrain you know i know what you're saying though because like i've always been one of those people where i'm not the biggest fan of like gratuitous nudity or sex scenes in movies unless it's like important to the plot point 
Yeah. But, you know, having said that, it was the 80s. But, uh, yeah, no, that, that's right. That, well, that's what I mean. Like, it d- doesn't deter me because at this point, you just kind of look at it as like almost like kind of like a, f- a fun, like, yeah. add into this. Like, you're sort of like, whatever. Well, then, yeah. This movie was, yeah. this movie was really fucking entertaining, though. And I, it I, was. I just, I really, I really think it's like a, it's a sleeper of a Toby Ho- Hooper movie that I, I doubt too many people have really gone out of their way to watch. So I really rec- think people should. Just yeah. To like, just to kind of like, if you like his movies in general, you know what I mean? Or sci-fi, yeah. Go see yeah, it. Or, yeah, or sci-fi, just in general. All right. Well, we'll leave it All there, right, hot dogs. Good night. <laughs>